and we are studying. Good evening. Today is Monday, December 12th, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is step 10 into action. And our speaker tonight is Bonnie. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you, you guys, for having me. Um, Bonnie B. Recovered by the Grace of God from the state of Minnesota. Um, I'd like to just open up with prayer, if that's okay, just to make sure. I just want to invite God into the situation. Father God, we thank you for the gift of this program. We thank you for the gift of each and every person that's here tonight. I ask, Lord God, that you would speak through me. Um, I ask that you would give me your words. I'm asking that you would help each of us to set aside everything that we think we know about ourselves, about this program, and about you, so that we can see more clearly exactly how you would like us to be, um, with the goal being that we would be fit to be of service to you and to others. Amen. So thank you so much again for inviting me. Um, I don't know if someone has pictures. If you want to post those, pop the pictures up real quick. I'd like to just like clarify or maybe just um, take my seat here so you can see where I came from. I don't know. Can we do that? Larissa was going to do that. Maybe not. Yeah, it's um, I don't have access to uh, share. You don't. Oh, OK. Hold on one second. Did that do it? Hold on. OK, I was disabled. OK, tell me if that does it, Larissa. No, okay, then my pictures aren't supposed to be shared. That's okay. Um, I'll just very quickly just say I came into the program 10 years ago. Um, top weight was 202 at the birth of our sixth child. Um, I came into program at 179. By the grace of God, I've been relieved of 45 pounds. Actually, it was 169, 45 pounds. Been recovered for, um, you know, I would say two years. I, I did eat off my food plan in October of this last year. And so I sort of did a reset on that. Um, but the 10th step, which is what I'm talking on tonight, is my favorite. Well, I don't know if it's my favorite step. Girl, I love all the steps, but the 10th step terrified me the most. And I would say it's the step that has set me free and continues to keep me free. Um, it is truly, for me, the solution to this program. I remember when I came in um, feeling like every time I had a 10th step, well, number one, if that felt, the 10th step felt very clunky to me. It felt very cumbersome, very hard. When I was given this script, it was like, like I was just muddling my way through. And I didn't know what to do with it. As time has gone on, I have come to understand the 10th step is just a dialogue between me and my God. It's really just inviting him back in. It's identifying what is that thing on the inside that's no longer at peace, because that's what that is. When we're disturbed, we go to God and we say, what's going on? Um, it's identifying the cause. It's very quickly praying for this situation and then, um, you know, asking him to remove whatever's going on inside of me. But if we go to, I just want to real quickly, like go to the big books. I want to like set this up as best I can. Um, so on page 84, it says, it says, um, we continue to take a personal inventory and continue to set right any new mistakes as we go along. This is something, I mean, when I do a 10 step and I do them daily and I don't wait till the end of the day, I know a lot of people maybe do that 10 step train. For me, 
Um, the biggest gift I have is to immediately go, okay, I'm unplugged. And I know I'm unplugged because I have lost that peace on the inside. I call it a tightness on the inside. And so this is this is a continual inventory. And when we when we get to that place where we're in 10, 11, and 12 and the food is down, it's very easy for me to know I am I am tilted. I am tilted. And so I very quickly take it to a 10 step. Um we vigorously commence this way of living as we cleaned up the past. And then if you jump down, it says, um, this is not an overnight matter. I should continue it for a lifetime. This is something that I do every single day. And some days, I mean, honestly, I've had days where before 11 o'clock, I've had three 10 steps. And it's like, what's the deal? And I used to think that when I had 10 step, it meant that I was failing God. And now I see a 10 step as a gift from God. Because God is pulling me back and he's just helping me to see these are the things that are in you that are going to separate you not only from me, but from being of service to other people. If you look at, um, you know, where it talks about 10 steps, it says we continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment and fear. That's actually step four. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. That's step five. Step six and step seven, or that's step six and seven. We discuss them with someone immediately, that's step five, um, and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone, that's steps eight and nine. And then we resolutely turn our thoughts to help someone else, that's step 12. And so everything that we've talked about in this 10 step is in this short paragraph on page 84. I love the fact that when um, we have a 10 step, it says we resolutely instantly turn our attentions to someone else. And this is the revelation that I had with that. When I give away a resentment or a fear, that's the thought that's in my mind. The moment I turn my attentions to someone else, that thought that's in my mind can no longer be in my mind. And so I'm free instantly from that. And so when it says immediately be of service to someone else, that's a key component for me in that 10 step. What's in my mind is all about me. That's why I'm restless, irritable, and discontent. Again, when I turn that over to someone else, call out my part, me, God, and this other person as a third person, and then immediately go to help someone else, those thoughts are gone. I've had it, you know, for a while I did the um, the nightly inventory with a gal. And at the end of the day where it says, you know, are you resentful? I think I did have resentments. What were they? were they? What were they? But this is the thing. If they're gone, they're gone. That's what's supposed to happen, right? Because God takes them away. Um, you know, there's Harlan G did a podcast called um, God's Cold Shower. If you ever get a chance to watch it, watch it. It's on the 10th step. He is very articulate. He says, you know what? When we're not eating, if we're not eating, our emotions are high. This is why we have that restless, irritable, and discontent. If the food is down, the emotions are high, and my disease says to me, I want ease and comfort. What do I do? I go back to the food. That was what I went back to. And so it's not surprising that when the food is down, our emotions are high. So when we have an emotion like that, the solution is do a 10-step. I think 10 steps can be made very, very hard. I don't think they're meant to be hard. Um, I think you can streamline them very easily. And if you want at the very end, I can certainly do a couple of 10 steps for you on different things. Um, the 10 step is simply to continue. That's what the 10 step is. When we live in 10, 11, and 12, we haven't arrived. We're working the program. 
So step 10 is continuing that inventory at all times. I mean, I do amends on a regular basis. If I have, if I have done something or said something that I, that I know I probably ought not to have said, and how do I know that? Because I've got that thing on the inside, right? I immediately make an amends. That 10 step is that continual, take a deep breath in, pause. It's actually page 87, right? Upon arising, we connect with God. This is that connectivity. And then throughout the course of the day, we are pausing, right? If we're anxious, if we're restless, if we're irritable, I call it that tightness on the inside. I pause. I take a step back. I take a deep breath. And I just ask myself, what's going on? Because I'm supposed to be living in a state of peace. It doesn't mean life doesn't happen because life is always happening. But it means that I have the gift to be able to pull it back, right? This is the pause that God gives us. I, for me, God lives in that deep breath, which is the pause. You know, whereas before my disease wanted me to live in that shallow breathing, which is very much the reactive stuff. God says, pause, that's the gift. So the 10th step is the, is the continuing of this process. The 11th step is the continually connecting to God. These, I mean, they all sort of intertwine for me, right? I mean, they all connect. And the 12th step, which is where we take others to the program, that's the practice of it. I gave a 10 step away this morning and um, the gal was kind enough that we talked about how I did step six and seven, which is, you know, I will look at, a, um, I, I listed my grosser character defects and then I identified the definition for each one. And then I looked at the synonyms because I call them family members, right? I mean, they're all connected. And then I looked up the opposite. And so then when I would pray um, for God to remove my character defects, I would identify that character defect. For me, one of my grosser ones was I took everything personal. Everything was personal to me. I was incredibly insecure and I was um, 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 just really insecure and sensitive, but not sensitive in a good way. And so I would pray, God, please remove that character defect of being incredibly insecure and overly sensitive and replace it with a thick skin, one of tolerance. Okay. And she said to me, well, it appears, it sounds like that same thing is, is happening over and over, is it? And I said, it is. And she said, then maybe you need to like do create a prayer out of this, where you can pray this out to God. This is the gift of that practice in step 12. When I'm engaging with other people there, when I say to them, I would love your feedback, they're really giving me some great feedback. So this step 10 to me is that is the solution for the thing that used to turn me to the food. It is the solution within 10 seconds. Because I know what that I know what that disconnected is, because I have because I have peace, right? I know what that is, and then I have the choice: Am I going to immediately pick up the phone and call someone else? Or I'm a big proponent of the group chat. You know, I go on the group chat and I will say, "Can anyone take a ten step?" And I trust God that whoever's supposed to take it is supposed to take it, and then I get rid of it because I don't want it in my head. I don't have the luxury of having any of those thoughts in my head. The 10 step is the gift for me of how to stay in the answer, which is living in a place of peace. Um, I'm going to call out a couple of other things out of the 12 and 12, which I thought were really, really good. It says, um, step 10, we commence to put our AA way of living into practice. 
into practical use day by day in fair weather or foul. Okay. We I've got some, I've got some stuff going on right now. We have a place in Fort Myers, Florida. We had a place in Fort Myers, Florida, a beautiful place. Hurricane Ian decided to like trek right through it. And so we don't have a place in Fort Myers, Florida. I have lots of opportunities as I'm waiting to see what's going to happen down there to put these 10 steps into place. A lot of fear, actually. Then comes the acid test. Can we stay sober? Can we keep an emotional balance? This is the goal for me. This is a thinking disease for me. It's not a food disease for me. The thing that shot me to the food were my thoughts. It was, it was being tilted in my thoughts. So the acid test is to keep me in emotional balance. The 10 step keeps me in emotional balance. When, when I look at the forms, when I initially got the forms and it was like, there were Lori C forms and it was, it was the, the typical form where it said, um, you know, I have a resentment. Um, what's the cause? What does it affect? And then the prayer. And then what's my part? I could have identified in three seconds what the resentment was what the cause was, what my part was. I did not know I played a part. I did not know that I had something in that fourth column. So the gift of this form is actually going from a two-year-old throwing a tantrum because that's sort of what I was like in that column one, two, and three. I want to tell you the backdrop. I want to tell you why I have a right to be angry, what they did to me, what the cause was, what it affected. And this program says, no, 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 no. 10 seconds or less in those first three columns is what you get, girl, because that's your disease. You go to column four and that's where you grow up and that's where you become healed. And so this is where I live is in column four. I will identify what's going on very quickly and then go, what is my part? And I always have a part. It is never the other person. It is always me because this is a thinking disease. It's never the situation. It's never the institution. It's me. I want what I want. I want it now. You didn't get my memo. And if you did, you're not following it. And that's a problem for me. It's always me. So the gift is to be able to keep an emotional balance. And this 10 step keeps me there because it takes me out of what I thought were the wrongs done by other people. And then it says, and live a good purpose under all conditions. You know, um, I don't know about you guys, but my family likes me better. We have six kids. I show up better. I just show up kinder and gentler, right? I no longer live outside of my hula hoop. I have a child-sized hula hoop that I jump into every morning after I do step one, two, and three. I invite God into that hula hoop. And the only thing that's in that hula hoop is my thinking, my God, and my program. And what is my program? To fit myself to be of maximum service to other people. I don't get to weigh in anymore. On anyone, and our kids range from 35 down to 20, um, grandchild number 10 on the way, I don't weigh in. There was a season in my life where I wanted to tell you, no, it was like, choose me, choose me. And if you didn't, I tell you anyway. I'm, I'm out of that one. I don't have a horse in the race anymore. And this is the gift of the 10 step. If I have concerns with regards to my children or um, my grandchildren, I take them right to a 10 step. I take them right back to the creator because he knows exactly what's supposed to happen in their life. And it's dishonest to me to say that I do. I don't have any idea what should be going on in their world. I used to think I did. And so this is the gift. Um, and then it says, no one can make much of his life until self-searching becomes a regular habit, until he is able to admit and accept what he finds, and until he patiently and persistently tries to correct what is wrong. This is the, this is the practice. This is the continual. 
This is the this is the God I offer myself to you. We pray that third step prayer every morning, right? I offer myself to you to do with me as you will. I open the palms of my hands and I say, God, it's all yours. Show me where I am not showing up as you would want me to show up. And I went from what should I do, which was just the body show again, to what would you have me to be? And it's always get back inside your hula hoop and leave me to them. So we get to show up. And then um, a little further down, it says, um, it says, this emotional hangover. See, this is the thing. So when we hold on, when I hold on to these things, it becomes an emotional hangover. Just like we had a food hangover, right? I wake up the next morning. My husband shared something last night. I don't have the inventory in my head to um, do the news and all that kind of stuff. It's just too much for me. There's too much going on in the world. And sometimes it's overwhelming to me. It makes me sad. My husband shared something last night. And then he immediately said, oh, was that too much for you? And I said, it's okay. But I woke up this morning thinking about it. And so it wasn't. Okay. And so I immediately did a 10 step on it. And it said the emotional hangover. I don't know if you guys have memories, but I have memories of waking up with an emotional hangover, all this stuff, right? And I went to bed with it and I thought it was going away and I woke up and it was there again. And what happened? It was the rewind. And then, and then, and then I wanted to fix it, but the only problem is I can't fix it. And my, the disease says, well, you need ease and comfort. And that led me to restrict, binge, or exercise. Those are the three things I could control. And so that's what I did. It says, um, the emotional hangover, the direct result of yesterday's and sometimes today's excesses of negative emotion, anger, fear, jealousy, and the like. If we would live serenely today and tomorrow, we certainly need to eliminate these hangovers. I think of page 417 and 420, acceptance is the key, right? Now, I'm not in a spot where I can accept everything yet. That's why I have 10 steps. I'm working really hard on acceptance is the key. I'm working really hard on acceptance is the key with regards to Fort Myers, Florida. I want to be there. I don't want to be in Minnesota where it's six below. That's not necessarily my perfect place to be, but God knows exactly all of that. And so acceptance is the key. Practicing this is the solution to, um, it's the answer to what do I do when I'm restless, irritable, and discontent? And so I, I am so grateful for the 10 step. I don't know what I would do without the 10 step. I have no other place to put it. I don't know how else to dump it. And this program has given me a spot to dump it. And so my encouragement to you is if, you know, if you are restless, irritable, and discontent, dump it. Um, Hi, Bonnie. This is, yes. I apologize. We had trouble getting me to unmute. There's about a minute and 30 seconds left. I apologize. Okay. okay. That's yeah. okay. I'll wrap up really quickly. Um, um, I heard someone say, and I thought it was really interesting. You know, I came into program, everything was all about the abstinence. And I, and I am, I, I do, I mean, abstinence is not an option, but people would always say abstinence is the most important thing without exception. And I, I really disagree with, well, I, yeah, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think abstinence is not optional, but I think the most important thing is to remain connected to God. And without the 10 step, I am disconnected from God. That's the end of the story. If I'm disconnected from God, I am restless, irritable, and discontent because I'm trying to run something that doesn't belong to me. I will never be able to do that. And so I would just like really encourage you guys to fall in love with the 10 step. If you don't love it, 
call me. I love it. I will do it with you. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. And I, I mean, honestly, I, I can just promise that once you do it for a while, you will love it. And it's definitely been a gift to me. And with that, I'll pass. And thank you so much, you guys. Bonnie, would you like to share those photos now? I have them queued up if you would like to. Sure, if you want to, sure. All right, here we go. Thank you. Horace, thank you so much for your patience and that wonderful share. Here you go. Oh, no, you know, no worries. You, let me know when to flip to the next one. Yeah, um, you can, um, born, it looks like normal weight. That's about two. By the time I was in fourth grade, um, I already was eating. Um, like a lot of other people, unfortunately, something very, very terrible happened to me when I was little and I did go right to food. You can go ahead and go on. And here I am, um, the first picture, I'm 40. I just given birth to our sixth child. And then um, the next two pictures are, um, I think I was um, um, 20, 2017 and 2019 maybe. Um, and both of those, I had come into OA at that point. Um, I had never worked the steps. I had never, no one ever told me about the 10th step. I had, I had um, worked very hard at doing the tools and the tools worked until they didn't work. And so the weight came up and the weight went right back on again. And then you can fast forward. And then here I am in recovery. This was, um, um, this is um, 2020 with um, our children and their spouses, at least most of them. And then you can fast forward again. And here um, I got COVID two years ago and ended up losing all of my hair. And so went to a boycott, never really realized how much my hair was an idol until I relapsed and um, did a lot of resentments on those, but was, um, um, you know, I mean, relapsed as in picked up, but certainly living in recovery for the most part. And you can fast forward. And then this is um, the last two pictures are um, that very end of July this year. It was at my 60th birthday and my husband threw a party for me and all the kids flew in from all over the place. So that was really special. And so that's where I'm at right now. And I think that's the end. That's lovely. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you. And I'm, I'm so serious when I say if anyone wants to practice the 10 step or you feel like it's clunky or, oh, my word, call me because I love the 10 step. I mean, I really do. Yes, I love the 10 step. Thank you. Okay. So um, if you would like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. And we will keep on timing. We have three minute shares tonight. So first we have Emily. Hi everybody. Um, Emily, uh, compulsive overeater. Bonnie, you know, you're one of my favorite people. So, so wonderful. Hi, Emily. Um, I just adore you and you know, besides having my, you know, a special place in my heart, I just love what you said. It was just all focused on recovery. Like there was, there was, it wasn't about you. It's about God. And like, really just seeing our part. And I've come into this program and it was so much about emotions and my feelings and trying to understand it. And like the more that I'm taking that out and just genuinely just doing the work, like it's getting easier. I don't know why I made it difficult, um, but I couldn't figure it out. And I did a 10th step the other day that was very thorough with my sponsor 
and it felt really good. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is the point of it. It wasn't, you know, like a a side way to be like, well, let me tell you what happened because this is really like, how could they? It was like, okay, yeah, like you said, one through three is that that's as much as I get. And then four, it's like, let's look at part because I want to be, I want to be free. And that's what I have to do. Oh, that self-centeredness. Okay. And I remember asking her like, one of them, I, I didn't have a part in it, but my, clearly there was resentment coming up. I was like, literally, what do I do? And we just say, okay, I hear you. Okay. I hear you. Even if it's 52 times. Okay. I hear you. Um, so I'm grateful. I still have a ton of work to do, but like you said, it's so lovely to, to really have the food down to that's where like the recovery gets to begin. And I start life. So thanks for letting me share. Bless you. Thank you, Emily. Next up we have Lisa. Hey, Lisa, compulsive overeater. Let me start with Tabor. Bonnie, thank you so much. Hey, it was just beautiful. Yes, you, um, I, I, I've been, I've loved being one of the speaker getters. I have to say it has been so much fun, but I love, I knew you would be wonderful because you are very big on service and um, it was just wonderful. And um, oh my gosh, yes, I am such a cheerleader for the 10th step. I had no idea the power behind it. And I'm the same way. I'm like, you want to do a 10 step, call me. I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I too found the freedom through Lori's study guide. And I sing his praises all the time. And at first it was very uncomfortable and it took me a long time to understand it. You know, I love how he goes through and he defines all the words. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, but yes, the freedom of getting to that fourth column and realizing my part. And then I, you know, lately I've been taking it even further. I used to you know, I do the prayer, I, I look at my part, and I take it even further these days, I kind of dig in a little deeper, I say, um, you know, I, God, remove my fear, direct my attention to what you would have me be, or please remove these character defects from me, um, show me what amends, how I can amend the situation, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't have the resentment again, which is the whole thing, right, and then where did I get the ball rolling? And that one is huge. And I never was used, I I never really could see that before. Um, But there is just, oh, Lord of mercy, there is so much freedom in this step. And I, you know, years ago in program, I was just a box checker. I really was. And it, you know, like I said, it really wasn't until Lori's um, study guide that I really understood, really understood what it means to be selfish, that there are many parts to being dishonest. It's not just speaking the truth mm-hmm. when the truth mm-hmm. should be told. It's, it is that, can I change that person? Could they be any different or the thing or the institution or whatever? Um, and what else was I going to say? And then when you said it, and yes, I believe it's page 86. It tells us, or no, it's 84. It tells us exactly what to do. And at the very end, we resolutely turn our thoughts to others. That means if I'm in action, I, I can't do two things at once. I can't be acting and then thinking at the same time. At least I don't know yeah. if y'all can, but I can't. It, it's not as comfortable. Let's put it that way. So when I get into action, when I go, God, please put somebody in my life right now that I can be of service to. So mm-hmm. I get out of my head 
thank you. And, um, and I mean, it's just awesome. So thank you so yes. much for being here, Bonnie. Thank you, Lisa. Lisa, thank you. Next up, Larissa. Hey, Bonnie. <laughs> thank you so much. My gosh, I just have to say that um, I love the topic, but also I was so thrilled to see your name because I think when I came into program, you were one of the first people I spoke to on the chats. And, um, and I had no idea what this was all about. And you guided me quite a bit. So thank you. Um, I also love the 10 steps. And um, I sometimes feel like when I call them in, I'm probably a bit overwhelming for people because I do it in this format, the Herb K inspired way. And, you know, I time myself. And if I speak really quickly, maybe it's four or five minutes. <laughs> But um, so because I do it this way, I often leave it. You know, I'm in the middle of the day, I'm working. I know I need to do it because it's sitting with me, the right. emotional hangover. And then, you know, the day progresses. And then I think, well, you know what? It really wasn't that bad. And let's just sweep it under the, the carpet. And then I go to do my 11th step and then I realize, oh, you know, that warrants a 10th step. And then I end up doing it the next day. So then I do have that emotional hangover and that's such a great way of putting it. Thank you. I'm just wondering, you know, these 10 steps, how do you, how do you fit them in? Um, I mean, sometimes you can fit them in, you know, sometimes. Yeah. Well, them out, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm very blessed at this point. I retired last year. So I do have full days, right? I mean, it's different if you're working eight hour days. I've heard people say, you know, you go in, I mean, and I've heard people say, take your, take a break and go into the bathroom and give it away, right? Um, I don't have that same structure that others have. And so if I feel it, I, I immediately get rid of it. So you know, I'm in a different spot, I think. And I'm, I'm grateful that I have the freedom to do that. I know not everyone does. And so they've got a, they've got an app on the phone um, where they say, you know, it's a spot check kind of thing. And you put it down and you shoot it off to someone just to like be accountable with it. So, you know, I, for me personally, but I have the ability to do this. The moment I feel like I'm unconnected, then I immediately go on a group chat and do it. Not everyone has the same freedom. So as best we can, as quickly as we can. But I think, like you said, Larissa, I think it's very easy to, by the end of the day, think this isn't a big deal. But that's not the reality. The reality is that we've just piled the day on top of it. It's not like it's gone away. But mm -hmm. we can we can think it's not a big deal, but it's the buildup of emotions according to the big book. It's never the last thing that gets us. It's the five things before that that we've sort of gone, yeah, it's not that big of a deal but it really is. So thank you. That's such a good point. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you ladies. And then um, Reshma, you're up next. Hi, I'm Reshma, compulsive overeater and restrictor. Hi everyone. Hi Reshma. Um, hi. Uh, I just wanted to thank you so much for your share. I had a really rough day. Um, I was feeling super sad before this meeting. And when you started talking about the 10 step, I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with me. <laughs> um, and then I started listening and I realized that I actually was feeling really resentful. And I, I suppose I, 
I can, when I think of resentment, I think of anger. Um, but I don't really feel anger a lot. I feel a lot of sadness. Like when I'm disturbed, it comes out as sadness. So it's not obvious to me that I'm resentful. Um, and when I was listening to you, I really, I was like trying to trace back my feelings and I realized that I, um, yeah, I've, I've taken a job that um, I knew was going to be difficult for a number of reasons. And I took the job fully accepting, like, this is going to be hard and it's going to be triggering. And, you know, I'm going to have to stay really connected to my program. Um, and then I had a really triggering day and um, I, I felt super like just disorganized and confused. And it just felt like everyone was against me and I was feeling really sad. And I don't blame myself when I feel sad. I'm allowed to feel sad. I'm allowed to feel my feelings, but it is helpful to know where that's coming from and like what the solution is around it. So yeah, I mean, I, I felt resentful and then I felt sad, but this is something that I had already realized and accepted when I took the job, like this, it's going to trigger me. And it was a great reminder. Actually, I'm on step 10 in another, in another program. And what I told myself is that I have to do a, a nightly 10 step. If I take this job, I have to do a nightly 10 step because that's the only way I'm going to get through it. And um, I promptly stopped. I promptly did not do that. So um, thank you for the reminder. And I wrote your number down and I may reach out to you if that's okay. Uh, I hope I, so. Yeah. More questions about like your particular format and whatnot, but um, yeah, just thanks again. Your share really helped me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Reshma. And then we're going to end with Megan before we um, go into the last part. So Megan, you're up. 